With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 84 of the Big Boo Cast. Melanie and I are going to cover a wide range of topics today from our favorite new pajama leggings to some college football news to some beauty product developments. But before we get started with all of that, I wanted to take a minute and mention Casper mattresses to you. You spend one third of your life sleeping, so you should be comfortable when you sleep. Casper mattresses provide all the support the human body needs in all the right places. They have a breathable design that helps you to sleep cool. Yes, ma'am. And regulates your body temperature throughout the night. They're designed, developed, and assembled in the U.S. And with over 20,000 reviews and an average of 4.8 stars across Casper, Amazon, and Google, Casper is becoming the Internet's favorite mattress. The prices stay affordable because Casper cuts out the middleman and sells directly to the consumer. You have no hassle returns if you're not completely satisfied. They're delivered right to your door and there's free shipping and returns in the U.S. and Canada. Even better is that you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. So, start sleeping ahead of the curve with Casper. Get $50 toward any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash bigboo and using the promo code bigboo at checkout. That's casper.com slash bigboo and use the promo code bigboo at checkout for $50 off a mattress purchase. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks so much for being here, y'all. We're so happy to get to spend just a little bit of time with you this week, and we hope you enjoy episode 84. Hey, everybody, this is Sophie. This is Boo Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. And we are here with really no plan at all. No, for all of our uh, big talk last time about how from now on we should always have a plan. (laughs) We don't have a plan. So I was on somebody's podcast earlier this week. I can't remember now whose it was, but I was somewhere and they asked me, they said, now you've been doing a podcast for a long time. And I said, mm-hmm. yeah, since 2007. And they said, how many? I said, oh, we aren't even to 100 episodes. No, I mean, that's, yeah, that's, I just noticed, I saw Jamie Ivey posted something. It was like her calendar for 2018 and she's got all 52 weeks planned out or something. And I thought, well, that's very efficient. <laughs> We should we should have a calendar. Yeah. <laughs> Even Lindsay, because I did her podcast today, and she said, I've started putting mine up on Thursdays because a lot of people put theirs up on Wednesdays, so Thursday feels like a good day. And I was like, oh, she's only been doing this for three weeks and she or something, <laughs> and she's got like a set day. This is the day it goes up. But I like to think that what we offer is an element of surprise. We surprise! Do. Surprise! There's a podcast surprise. episode. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Like, 
Mm-hmm. Like Christmas morning. Surprise! Guess what? There's a podcast. <laughs> That's right. Um, okay, so I, there was something that I did earlier this week that I did not tell you about that I was going to tell yeah. you about on the podcast. I can't wait to hear. Okay. So there was a, a I don't know, it was one day last week, my friend Liz at work, she she came in and she said, you're never going to believe what I did last night. And I said, what? And she tells me about this exercise class that she went to at this, um, oh. uh-huh, uh, um, here in um in mountain brook and i was like okay i want to i want to go do that so mm-hmm. it's um it's only on monday nights and so this past monday night i went and i met her there and okay was- i'm gonna ne- wait i'm gonna need you to, to interrupt you because i need to know that you're not about to say the words crossfit to me because <laughs> if you are this is i hope y'all have enjoyed our podcast but this is the end we're done no no it is not okay i did not, go to, I did okay. not go to a crossfit activity Okay, I just needed to, I just need to, well, I felt like I did, but you also talked about a couple of weeks ago giving up dairy, so part of me is like, who are you, Sophie? I I, I know. So, I just, I I just needed to clarify. Yeah. I just needed to clarify, you weren't about to say the word burpee and waltz it to me. (laughs) So, so, we'll circle back around to my non-dairy thing. Okay. okay. But, right. but so she, she was telling me about it and I was like, I totally want to go do that. I want to try that. So I go Monday night to the yoga studio here in Birmingham mm-hmm. for something that's called soul dance. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> well. and, and, and here's the thing is that for one hour, the instructor, like they, they blare music. And so for one hour, you, 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 I feel like I'm on a Seinfeld episode. You <laughs> can't wait. I'm just, I'm on the edge of my seat. You dance, but you, you dance however you want to. It's like, <laughs> Stop. no, yes. It's like, hold on. I'm not done. You dance however you want to. Like you dance, like it's, it's completely freestyle. There's a section in the middle where the instructor leads and then another section at the end where the instructor leads, but you dance however you want to. But here's, this is the beauty of this. And the reason why I wanted to go is because Liz said this was custom made for introverts. You're going to love this so much. All the, the the room is completely dark. Like you get in there and you have like a little silver dollar sized disc that glows in the dark that marks your spot. And that's your frame of reference. Fine. And then all yeah. the lights go off and you dance like however you want to, but you cannot see a thing and nobody can see you. <laughs> yes. I, I can't. Yes. It's like, did you move to California and not tell me? <laughs> I was, what? <laughs> I know. No. Listen, for the first 20 minutes, I didn't know what to do with myself. For the first 20 minutes, I promise I was like, step, touch, step, touch, step, touch, step, <laughs> touch. Walk in a circle and step, touch, step, touch. But the music is so loud and you can actually, <laughs> you can request songs. I and. <laughs> I know. I know. Now, you will appreciate that I chose a spot back in a kind of a corner so that I would have some walls on either like behind me and on one side of me in case I got away from myself. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like you could not see a thing. I could not see I, I could not see anybody in front of me what they were doing. Liz was over on my right hand side. I could not see anything she did the whole time. Now, then in the middle, the instructor comes in and she, um, (laughs) she puts these neon gloves on her arms 
and she leads you in a series of arm motions if you want to do them, but you don't have to. Because <laughs> it's all about, it's soul dance. It's, it's a soul, soul dance. dance. It's, it's soul a dance, dance of the soul. It's a dance of the soul. You dance from your soul. And so <laughs> all you do is, listen, it was so right up my alley. It was so like... From the fact that you can do whatever you want to do, but the, but it's completely pitch black dark. But let me tell you, like, I thought at first, I was like, there's no way this is going to, I don't see how this is going to be a workout. Like, I just don't see how. Yeah. There was a point, probably about 25 minutes in. And, oh, the other thing is you have, you, you don't wear shoes because it's a yoga studio. And so you, oh. you uh, well, well, my feet hurt. Like, from all that, like, you're, you're walking around and you're dancing yeah. and you're, and all that kind of stuff. There was a point where I just sat down and nobody knew. Like, I, just, I just sat down and reached, pulled my toes back, like to stretch my feet out a little bit, sort of stretch. Nobody had any idea. Like you could go in there and just, I don't I know. Am so, I'm so tickled. I've never heard of this in my whole entire life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, but I appreciate that. I mean, I I, I, I can see the appeal of, of it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just as tickled as I can be. So did you wear socks or do you just are you in your bare feet? You can wear grippy socks, which I did not have, or you can okay. just be in your bare feet. So I was just in my bare feet. Okay. And is the music like, are we talking like Justin Timberlake yeah. or like what? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's like, okay. It's like a, it's a mixture of dance music. And, and so it's like, the music was really good and it's so, it's so loud. I cannot tell you. It's like, it's like yeah. being, it's, I mean, it's like it being in the discotheque. Um, yeah. It's like, that's how cycle class is. Like, yeah. I feel like spin classes like that. It's super loud. It was so loud. And so at first I was like, I really, I was super uncomfortable and I, I, I just, I couldn't wrap my head around. I was like, surely people can see me or this is a yeah. joke. Like yeah. they say they can't see you, but they can really see you. But you really can't see. You really cannot see. Wow. And, so and, did you not feel like sometimes if I'm in the dark like that, did you not feel like you were going to like scared you were going to bump into something or like lose your equilibrium or something? Just fall over. Like, I feel like I would <laughs> no. lose my sense of. No, I guess that's where you trust that your soul is going to guide that, you. That's right. Yeah. No, because everybody's everybody who's in there has one of those glow in the dark disc in front of them. Okay. So you okay, can so see those. That so that makes like if you had, and and you also wear a wristband that has a light. You can press it. Like if you've got to get out of there or if you need help, you can press the light. And I've fallen. I can't get up. <laughs> so, so you have a you have access to a light. Like if you needed to get out of there, you could. Okay. Um, but you okay. could really you could if you just watch the floor. You could those those lights. I mean those discs on the floor just barely glow, but it would be enough mm-hmm. to get you out of the room if you really needed okay. to, needed to. Okay. Okay. Well, I am just as tickled. So how many people were in this class? Probably maybe maybe nine people, eight or nine people, mm-hmm. and it was all age ranges, which was fun. It's it's women only, which is that's good. Mm-hmm. That's probably for the best. And but uh, I. Mm-hmm. So many men who'd say, you know what I'm going to do? I'd like to go dance in the dark. I would like to go soul dance in the dark. It was fun. I mean, I okay. I was I was optimistic beforehand, but I really <laughs> did. Like, it was just one of those things that afterwards I was like, I'm really glad I did that. Like, that was fun. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I am so glad. Look at that. I who, I've never even heard of that. I didn't even know. That was an option. Well, I didn't even know. Who, who would think that you go dance for an hour, but it's completely pitch black dark and you can't even see your hands in front of your face? Like, 
it's the weird, it's the weirdest thing in a way, but there was something very comforting because, you know, like in a Zumba class or something like that, as much as you may yes. think you look good, you know, you don't always look good trying no. to do what they're doing. And so there was a comfort in the fact that like, yeah. I know I look real dumb right now, but nobody can see me as I look mm -hmm. dumb. Yeah, but you can express yourself and you can dance and you can do what you want to do. Through the dance. You can express yourself through the you dance. You can express mm -hmm. yourself. Yes, you can. You're dancing in the dark. It's mm -hmm. like it's uh, like Bruce Springsteen saying mm -hmm. years ago, even prophetic. if we're just dancing mm -hmm. in the dark. It was. He knew. He mm -hmm. knew. He foresaw that there would be a time. Because I feel like my grandmother, for all her jazzercise classes that she took, if I had ever said, yeah, one day women are going to do that and they're going to do it in a dark room, she'd say, well, that's nonsense. I mean... <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. What's the point of going if nobody can see your leg warmers? Right. Why are you even there? And your leotard. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, huh. Well, now I'm going to have to see. I promise you San Antonio doesn't have soul dancing. People can let me know if I'm wrong, but I, I don't think that we're that. I don't think we're ready for soul dancing in San Antonio. Well, it was, listen, it was very exciting. It was, it was one of those okay. things where I, even beforehand, Alex was like, Mama, I just, I can't see it. Like, I can't see you doing this. I don't, <laughs> and of course, you know, and then I get defensive. I'm like, I checked ballet for my whole, like, growing up life. And yeah, but guess what I don't do anymore? Ballet. Guess what yeah. I don't do anymore? Like, plie. And I don't know how to do those things anymore. But anyway, so I stepped touch for a while. And then eventually it's kind of like, it's kind of like being at a wedding. Like eventually, yeah. you know, you sort of, you, you, you find your way a little bit better. But anyway, yeah. I got very you get back in the You get back in the groove. You mm -hmm. get back in the groove. I know. Well, these kids, you know, did I tell you, I can't remember if I told you this in a podcast, but you know that Caroline had asked me a while back. She was like, mom, like, when was the last time that you sprinted? And I was like, I don't know really that ever in my life that I've sprinted. I mean, like not for no reason. I mean, maybe I've run fast if I was scared or something was chasing me, but like just to, <laughs> how just often, to, how often <laughs> things chased you? Well, I can't think of even one time, but I'm like, that's the only thing. The cheetah in the jungle? Like what happened? I don't, I don't know. Maybe I was walking and came across some bees or something. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. That's really, that's exactly what I think of when I think of a sprint is <laughs> running from bees. If you're a track coach, listen, kids, <laughs> just imagine run that there's like a bunch of bees running. after you. Run like you are running from some bees. That's right. I, I don't know. I just, but I really thought, I, when was the last time in my life that I full out ran as fast as I uh, could run? I don't know. If ever. If, if ever. ever. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That was just never part of my particular skill set. No, uh-uh, uh-uh. No. Yeah, I don't know so. when I've ever just full-on just ran as hard as I could for no good reason. I don't know that I've ever no. had a good reason to run as hard as I could. Come to no. think well, because you've never been chased by bees, I that's never. why. Listen, so far, I've escaped the peril of the bees. <laughs> I, um... Yeah, I, I just, yesterday, the some of the girls who were Alex's age had gone back for their first day of basketball practice on Tuesday. And so yesterday they were telling me about their workout that they did because they started you know, uh -huh. conditioning and all that kind of stuff for the season. And yeah. I just thought, my word, these girls are in a different league than we were. Uh -huh. I mean, on a, on a whole uh -huh. lot of levels when it, when it comes to their sports and their strength and their conditioning and all that kind of stuff. 
Mm-hmm. They are strong. You know, I well, just, we didn't have, we didn't do that. No, I feel like when I was on the, let's maybe not even call it the B team basketball team in seventh grade, maybe it was the C team. <laughs> but I mean, back then it was like, okay, let's warm up, do 25 jumping jacks, and then we're going to get to play it. I mean, that was it. Mm-hmm. That was I mean, that was all you were doing. There was no upper body workout. There were no wind sprints. There were no ladders. There were no, I mean, it's a whole different deal. Well, I just, I, I think the world of them for doing it. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. I think good for them. I mean, yeah, about it. I know. I know. I'm like, well, well, we should all, I think all that all the time. I'm like, if I did a ha- half of what Caroline did, I would be in the best shape of my life. But I just, you know, but I mean, bottom line is I'm 46 and my back hurts when I stand too long in the kitchen. So that's right. Well, I will say when I was at Soul Dance, I <laughs> thought, and it's S-O-L, by the way, it's not like S-O-U-L, like you're mm-hmm. like, like Soul Train. It's like S-O-L. It's like Soul like, like the, the sun. Mm-hmm, like the light. Okay. Yeah. And okay. so um, anyway, when I was there, I thought, well, my knees are just <laughs> not at all happy because there's no, I had no shoes on. And so the yeah. impact, you know, it was just like, well, it's a different day, I guess, as far mm-hmm. as that goes. But anyway, it was a great little workout. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Okay. Well, I remember when Caroline, back in our days of the Wii, and we had Just Dance on the Wii, mm-hmm. that I would think if I would just turn on this Just Dance and do this for 45 minutes a day, it's a good workout. I mean, you do work up a sweat dancing. I know. It was it was, it was was delightful. Highly recommend. And I know okay. like, we were talking about it at the, the next day at work, and we were like, well, you know, we could just dance in our houses, but there's no chance you get to be by yourself for an hour to dance, <laughs> dance in the dark. No. Which no. Would, would feel a little stranger, I feel like, at home. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because once your once your husband walks in on that, that turns into a different deal. <laughs> I mean, that's lots of explaining. It's just, yeah. So, <sighs> oh, God, yes, that ma'am. is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. So, you um, were in Los Angeles. You were in, you've been in a lot of places lately. I've been in a lot of places. I need to talk a little bit about some of the various places I have been. So I was in San Antonio, which is my home. I did a book signing here. That was great. Then I went to Round Top, which was so much fun because Mm. that's just one of my very favorite places. Um, And I love that. And then I went to, this is what we need to talk about. I went to the Texas A&M Alabama game. Yes, ma'am. Ellie and I went, we sat in the MSC, we signed books. I met so many cute, fun people. I'm going to tell you, I got a lot of this. My mom loves your books so much. My mom is the biggest fan. And here's the thing. It dawned on me that I was like, God, that's so weird. But I'm like, well, of course, because your mom is probably younger than me. Like your mom could legitimately be like 40, you know? So like... Um, you know, especially these little freshmen, but like one of them was so cute and she came up and she told Gully and I all about, I got so tickled. I've never wished for you more because she came up and she was telling me it was her and her freshman roommate and she, they're freshmen and, um, and they were telling us what dorm they lived in. And then she goes, what dorm did you live in when you were here? And I was like, I lived in Mosier in the commons. And she said, oh my gosh, the commons just got the best new dining hall. She said like, they've totally redone it. And she said, Thursday's quinoa day. And <laughs> Thursday is no Thursday is quinoa day I'm like I wouldn't have even known I'm going to tell you that when I was in college back in the olden days we thought when they got a microwave so we could heat up a baked potato that was about as fancy as it could get and now they have quinoa day on Thursdays Mm. 
Listen, or, or you could have heated up a hot pocket as well. You could have certainly done that too with that microwave. That was that was sort of where we were living. Yeah, I mean that was and so like so Thursday's quinoa day. They were very upset because they they have all you can eat soft serve ice cream with every meal, but the soft serve machine had been broken since Tuesday. Well. Um, so that was it. But she was so cute. And we talked to her and her roommate for a little, long time. And then later they came back and brought me a snack because she said, my mom said to come bring you a snack because you might be hungry. Bless it. I know. Game day. I'm like, it's game day. And I appreciated her. She gave me a good word and she didn't even know it because I said, how are you feeling about this game? Because, you know, we were about to play Alabama. Yeah. I said, so that was my question to everybody in line. I said, how are you feeling about this game? And she said, I told everybody in my dorm this morning, if we don't believe and have faith in our boys, then how are they going to believe and have faith in themselves? And I thought, well, that is a good word. You are are showing some maturity, young lady. Yes, you have reached levels of football maturity that I have never seen. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I took that attitude with me into Caulfield. And I have to say, I've had several people tell me there's no such thing as a moral victory. But if there was, I mm-hmm. felt like our performance against Alabama felt like a moral victory. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like we scored some points. I felt like we didn't get blown out. I felt like we held our own. I felt you like we showed some, some fight. Yeah. We showed some fight. We showed some toughness. We didn't mm-hmm. quit until the final, you know, time was out. Um, but most importantly, what I need to talk about is the fact that after all that, and I had left College Station, people began to alert me to the fact that Jennifer Garner was at that game. Which I, like, I need to know the, like, I still don't know the background of that. Why was she there? Well, apparently because her dad is class of 63 from A&M, which, why did I never know that? Why did you never know that? I don't know. I had never heard that. But later, when I started doing all my internet spying and trying to figure it out and piece it together, her dad was in the core. He was class of 63 at A&M. And I don't know why I've never heard that or known that. I haven't either. Well, all I ever knew was that she lived in Virginia. So I guess I just assumed she was a Virginia Tech fan or a a UVA fan or something like that. I never knew the A&M connection. I, I didn't either. I never, I had no clue. And at first when I saw her with the band, I was like, well, maybe, well, no, first I saw a picture because they put a, the core tweeted a picture of her with Reveille, our mascot, our little colleague mm-hmm. mascot. And they said, here's an internationally famous, gorgeous movie star with Jennifer Garner because <laughs> Reveille yeah. is the star. And they tweeted that picture out and I was like, huh. And I thought, well, maybe she's like filming a movie. Maybe she's here, whatever. But then when I saw her Instagram of the band in the stadium and whatever, which I did analyze that enough to know that her seats were nowhere near ours. Okay. Um, So, well, and Gelly and I both agreed that when you saw her, like in her Aggie t-shirt or whatever, like we could have walked right by her on campus and you wouldn't have even looked twice because she just looks like a million other people that were out there. Right. You know, she's just in her A&M t-shirt and her jeans and cute and all-American, and we wouldn't have even noticed. But still, like you just, I know. you feel like you kind of missed an opportunity. For, oh, for sure. I'm like, I don't know how I didn't know this. I felt like uh, for all, it felt like that could have been the culmination of like so many things in my life, short of Kate Middleton being at an A&M game, which probably isn't going to happen. And I thought Sydney Bristow was right there in Kyle Field. And I... And not even in a disguise. No, mm -mm, not even in an alias. She was just Mm -hmm. flat out out there. And I just could not even believe it. So, but yeah, apparently her dad's an Aggie. I had no idea. Well, that's delightful news. Yeah. So that was, that was kind of exciting. That was like after the fact exciting. Um, And then I went to Dallas 
and then I went to Los Angeles. So Los Angeles, you were just there for one night, right? I was there for one night, so I did not do anything fun. Um, I was so tired by the time I got there that I probably should have tried to do something fun, but I didn't have the energy and I did not care. Okay, I want to know though what the makeup situation was like when they when you went to to do you were on the the Hallmark Channel show. What's it called? Yeah. Home and Family. Home and Family. Yes. And, and so, what was the makeup situation like? I mean, how'd that go down? Did you feel like? Did you look like? Do you think that you had a bunch of makeup on when you looked at yourself in the mirror? Because well, looked great okay. on camera. Well, thank you. So what I ended up doing was. So I didn't know the situation. Here's what I knew about the trip to LA. I was flying out of Dallas at 7 a.m. the night after a book signing. Um, I was getting into LA at 9 Los Angeles time. I was renting a car and I had to be like on set at 1230 and ready to go. Um, So I thought, here's what I know. I'm not going to look good. I mean, like, I'm, you know, I'm going to be haggard. So apparently all they offer on set are hair and makeup touch-ups. Okay. And so I texted Shay Shull because she has been on Hallmark Home and Family. Mm-hmm. And I said, what'd you do about makeup? And she said, I use the Glam Squad, which is an app that you get on your phone. And they only have it in like Washington, LA and New York, I think. But the lady told me that they will be expanding to other areas um, okay, in the next year. I've seen that some like written. I've seen somebody write about that somewhere or maybe it was on a Real Housewives episode. I don't know, but I have heard of that. Yeah, so it's Glam Squad. So it's nice because they come to you. So you can choose. You can do hair and makeup, or you can just do hair or just makeup, whatever you need. So I chose to do makeup, and I paid the extra $20 for the fake eyelashes. Good for you. Yes. I felt like that was going to be money well spent. I mean, especially having been up so early. Um, So this, I mean, the sweetest lady showed up. So when we got to Home and Family, we had asked, like, is there a place where I can go and change clothes and all that? Because it wasn't going to make sense for me to get to my hotel and then go there. And anyway, all that. So they had a trailer for me. So that felt kind of legitimate that I, like, went into, like, my trailer. I mean, it was real. I mean, it was not, like, a nice trailer. It was just a trailer. But it did have a fully stocked fridge of Cokes and Diet Coke. So I felt like, yeah. And you could say Um, you had had just, like, a a moment in time where you could say, if anybody needs me, I'll, I'll be in my trailer. I'm in my trailer. I'm yeah, going to go to my trailer if anybody, if you, mm-hmm. if you need to find me, I'll just, I'm going to be in my trailer. Yeah, I'll be in my trailer. Mm-hmm. So I turned on, so it was on the Universal lot. And so it was funny because it's like, you're there like, take a left on Jimmy Stewart Drive and then mm-hmm. turn down Steven Spielberg Drive. And then there's an old West Town and then you'll get to the home and family set, which the home and family set is a legitimate, it's a house on the, it's not like different rooms. It's a real house with a yard on the Universal lot. Okay, now I have been to that Universal. I mean, I've done the tour at that Universal lot. Okay. But I did not realize that, that it was in an actual house on, that maybe we saw on the tour. Yeah, it's in an actual house. And okay. so the trailer was like right outside of the old West Town. And then Glam Squad came and she did my makeup and did a great job and was so nice. And um, then she left and then it was time for me to go on set. And so they kind of gave me like a little script of like, here's what they're going to ask you and here's what you're going to do. And they, I mean, they could not have been, here's the thing. That's probably my one and only ever like national television experience, if I had to guess. Um, But 
I have to say, everybody could not have been nicer. They were the nicest, most encouraging, like that kind where you're like, well, I would just like to stay here and live in this house with all of you nice people because y'all are so warm and make me feel like I'm so funny and nice and sweet. I mean, but they were all like from the producers to the cameramen to the whatever, like everybody could not have been nicer. I love that. Yeah, they were very nice. They were very nice. So um, so it was all in all, it was a good experience. So, and I, you know, I met Allie. And um, from The Bachelor, and, you know, I didn't even mention that I knew her from The Bachelor. I tried to play it cool and not be like, oh, my gosh, I totally remember watching you. So, because I couldn't remember either which guy was her guy. Um, oh, Do you remember? Mm, well, I remember, was Jake, Jake was her season, and then Jake came back to be The Bachelor. Yes. Later, but I can't remember who she picked. I, I can't remember who, mm -mm, I can't either. I just know it oh, didn't work out. she picked the guy, he was the baseball, he was, they, they. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Really, yeah, good looking, mm -hmm. real good looking baseball player. Yeah, I do remember that. So, anyway, so met her and um, Debbie Matinopoulos, which I wanted to say, I remember when she was on The View years ago. Remember? I, I mean, yes. like all that, which I did, there again, I didn't bring that up. I, I sat next to Roma Downey. I ate fish and chips. Mm -hmm. uh, we talked about Ireland, and um, so that was it. Was it was fun? So just a day in the life. Just a just a day in the life, and then I got to my hotel and I ordered sixty four things from room service, and I crashed. I saw your Instagram. <laughs> was it your Instagram post? Yeah. Where you uh -huh. got that picture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All the food I wanted. I was like, well, I want chocolate cake, but I want whatever. I want this. And really what I wanted to add to it was a cheese plate, too. But I was like, I can't justify getting a cheese plate, too. So well, at that point, you feel like you need to order a second beverage. Yeah. So whoever's <laughs> delivering your food isn't yes. concerned. Like, exactly. Like, like I've got, I have a friend who's coming. It's yeah. fine. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, fine somebody, that I have, I've ordered nine things. Yeah, it's not just all for me. And it's that whole thing of like, I knew I wasn't going to eat the whole chocolate cake. But you know, when you're in a hotel room like that, and I'm like, I'm going to want something sweet at some point, mm -hmm. And like, I'm not going to have any options. So I was like, I've just got to order the chocolate cake. And it was delicious. I will tell you, I, you know, sometimes room service food, I feel like you don't know what you're going to get. Mm -hmm. But it was all delicious. Well, that's a treat when you've had a long, yeah. a long week like that. Yeah, it was perfect. And so that was it. And then since then, I've just been home and back to normal life. I know I have not been around Jennifer Garner. I have not gone to any more football games. You and I'm Roma Downey haven't had fish and chips. Roma Downey and I have mm -hmm. not hung out and had fish and chips since then. And so pretty much it's just been soccer and um, homecoming and real life. Well, that's so. kind of the best place to be. Yeah, I really don't mind it. It's funny because it was like, it was all good. But like, I w I've never been so glad to just be back in like my normal routine. So mm -hmm. it made me realize I was like, I really do. I just like being home. So, um, so that's it. So, okay. So the last podcast, I think was the first time you mentioned, speaking of being home, you mentioned the gap on um, pajama leggings, uh, which I, you know, I ordered while we were recording the podcast. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they have not let you down. They have not let me down. I have since ordered two more pairs. Mm -hmm. of the pajama leggings and I was telling you yesterday like people at work have said to me like I got my pajama leggings and they really I mean like mm -hmm. I, people have texted me about them they are so good they're so good because they don't really have I mean they have a waistband but it's not a discernible waistband <laughs> that you feel it's not a you know waistband at all no it's mm -hmm. and it's soft it's not made out of because I feel like sometimes somebody's going to jack something up by putting some sort of like 
thick elastic waistband okay. that you feel and it's not covered in fabric. But I mean, these are just soft. They're just, they're, they're the perfect weight. Don't you think they're the perfect oh, weight? Because they're warm. I mean, they mm-hmm. really are, but they're not, you don't get hot in them. They're just cozy. No. They're so mm-hmm. cozy. Mm-hmm. And they don't fit any part of your body too tight. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just, I don't know. I just, I love them. I told you, I never want to be without them. I feel like I may end up owning 64 pairs because I'm so afraid Gap will quit making them. And then, then what? Well, kudos to you for that find. Cause I think that's, that's going to be a gift that keeps on giving this fall and winter. I just, yeah. I, I just enjoy them. I think they are delightful. I mm-hmm. look forward to putting them on when I, when I, when I get home and I mm-hmm. start to get settled for the night. Like I, I love them. Yeah, they're so good. Well, and plus they're the benefit of like, I'll wear them to like drive to go take Caroline to school or to soccer practice. I mean, you don't feel, you feel like you can leave the house to go do that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. in them. Like, I don't know that I'd wear them to the grocery store, but I feel like I can go, you know, just if I'm getting in my car, it's not that feeling of, I don't have something on. Yeah, they're delightful. Yeah. Thumbs up. Thumbs up, big mama, for that sign. Hey, hold on one second. Hold on. Okay. I put some chicken in. Well, I'm making pizza for supper, and I put some chicken in so I can do chicken and pesto pizza, and I heard the timer go off. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Just wanted to make sure it didn't burn. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Well, um... So I think we're both in, we're fully immersed in the reality of college football season. We're under no delusions. Yes. No, we both know our teams play each other. Well, y'all are our next. We have a bye this week. Are y'all playing this week? We play Kentucky this week, and we're going. Oh, Mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. That could be a tough one because Kentucky's pretty good this year. I know. I know. Okay. Okay. So, um, but again, like I'm, you know, I'm fully, I'm fully living in reality as far as football is concerned. So that that's fine. It is what it is. It's it's fine. I don't. Yeah. I know it's I felt like I feel like the Aggies here's what I will say about this football season has turned on for me a little bit but in a good way it's in a different way than it usually turns by October Um, and this may be my most optimistic self I will say that I like some things the Florida game I felt like it started in the Alabama game and then in the Florida game I like what some things I'm seeing from this team Mm -hmm. like in terms of like I will say like I feel like that Florida win it was ugly like Mm -hmm. it was not a pretty win it wasn't one that you're like I'm gonna go back and watch that because that was so beautiful and it was great football no it was terrible at times it was ugly but we gutted it out and we won and so I feel like this team is maybe starting to get a little bit of grit which is something that I have wanted to see now all that being said, we have both the Mississippi schools, Auburn and LSU ahead of us. So I feel like if we could if we could even go 50% on those, on I would be stretch. on that stretch, I would be encouraged. If we could get 3 out of 4, I would feel like I would feel like good things are ahead. I feel like this is a very measured sort of rational you when it comes <laughs> to <laughs> To Aggie football. I feel like, I feel like you're very calm. I feel like (laughs) you're, you're giving the program a lot of, of, of respect and listen. I'm trying to be my best football self, but here's, and here's the other thing that I is really across the board with the exception of Alabama and Georgia, football is kind of a dumpster fire this year. I mean, it is. You know what I mean? So when you start looking around, like you're like, 
nobody's in like, nobody's really sitting pretty at this point. Like everybody's had, I mean, Clemson, everybody's had their devastations. And so maybe that helps me when I'm like, well, everybody is equally as devastated as I am, Um, except for Alabama fans who are never, I mean, and they're so, God love them. I love you, Alabama fans. But it's that whole thing of, you know, like when I was at my book signing and there were a couple of sweet Alabama fans that stopped by and I'd be like, well, you know, y'all take it easy on a stay. And they're like, oh, I mean, you never know. And I'm like, yeah, you do. You know. You do know. know. Guess what? You do know. Roll Tide. You got your Nick Saban button. You absolutely (laughs) know. Good for you. It must be nice. Yep. So it's fine. But I feel like nobody else really can walk around with that level of smugness. And I feel like even Georgia fans, even though they're 7-0 and right now, which I think is what they are, I feel like Georgia fans have also faced that heartbreak and devastation enough times that they are, they're, they're a little pessimistic, you know, like. They're waiting for the shoe to drop. I feel like, like they're excited, like we would be Mm -hmm. if we were if we were seven and zero. But but kind of with the expectation that at some point a shoe's going to drop. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are we are we going to end up losing to? You know, somebody because that's that's the way that usually goes. You know, it's like a Clemson and a Syracuse where you're like, what what just happened? Like how Mm -hmm. that wasn't supposed to happen in a million years. But Alabama labors under no such concern or worry i feel like no no they don't no they do not they don't even they play that game oh i don't know you had us worried there for a minute no we didn't we didn't have you worried for even one minute you were you were worried zero seconds yes you were eating your popcorn you didn't feel an ounce of the only reason that game didn't cause me any stress is because i went into it knowing fully what to expect and so it was better than what I had hoped for. So, right. The, yeah. yeah. I, I would say, you know, I've only seen us beat Alabama in person one time in my whole life. And, mm-hmm. and um, I will say, like, even that particular game, which was Nick Saban's first year at Alabama, um, even when we were beating them, there is, if you're on the other side of that, there's always this thing of, like, they're going to figure out a way to come back and beat us. They're going to mm-hmm. figure out a way to come back and beat us. And I think when teams play them – I think there's that mental component to it that even that's even is is that complicates even the physical part of it, like just how powerful yeah. they are. But there is sort of an unspoken understanding that they they could kick your tail at any time. You know, even if you're even mm-hmm. if you're ahead, even if you're winning, I don't mm-hmm. know. I think it's tricky to play them. Yeah, I think it is, too. I think it is, too. And a friend of mine the other day was saying, she was like, well, I mean, at some point, Saban's going to retire, and then, you know, we'll have our years of being down. And I'm like, meh, probably not. Whatever. That's whatever. Hey, God bless the person who follows him is all I can say. Yeah. Oh, God. Can you even imagine? Mm-mm. Good night. Mm-mm. No, nobody wants that job. I cannot imagine. So, no, I cannot. No. Um, okay, so I went to Sephora I think last week and bought a bunch of, of, it was one of those times where I just kind of needed like a bunch of makeup or whatever. And um, was sort of out of everything. And I got a new mascara to try. Oh, okay. Okay. And what did um, you get? I got the Lancome. Um, I was going to go to my old faithful, like the Defensals. I'm not saying that right. I'm sure it's Defensy or something, but I don't know how to say it. But the Defensals, which is a lengthening mascara, because I have okay, yes. lashes. And, um, yeah. and, but instead the girl, she said, I really think you would like this Monsieur, it's called like Monsieur or Monsieur, I don't know how you say it, Monsieur Big. She said, I really oh, think okay. you would like it. It's a, the brush is really neat or whatever. But it's, it does not, again, I have four eyelashes. Like it, it, 
the volumizing mascaras don't work as well for me. So mm-hmm. it's fine, mm-hmm. but I'm not, I'm not super enthused about it. Okay. You know, you could bring it back. I can. Yes. Sephora will take stuff back. If you well, go back I, and say, I, I was not happy with this. Well, I took the first kind I bought back because it was dry as a bone when I opened it. And so I exchanged mm. it, but I didn't know I could just take it back and say, I'm not happy with it. Yes. You can take it back and they may just give you a store credit, but then at least you can get something that you like. Okay. All right. Yeah. You can take, hard. yeah, you can take that back and say, this did not work out for me. Um, yeah, you totally can. What if I don't so have the you, box anymore? I think it doesn't matter. I think okay. you try to take it back. I think you say, I've used this. I'm not happy with it. And they may just give you a store credit, but at least then you can buy something that you really want. Okay. Yeah, I'll that's what that you need to weekend. do. Okay. Well, there you go. Now you got a plan. You got a plan for the weekend. Okay. Solved and solved. Okay. I have not. I'm still, listen, I'm still on my evening primrose. No, not evening primrose oil. What am I even talking about? <laughs> evening primrose is a supplement. Yes. That I have been taking, but mm-hmm. I'm on my, I don't know why I've been wanting to call it my rosehip oil. That's why, because it's rose and primrose. That's why. Um, no, I'm still loving my rosehip oil. And I will tell you that I did not take it with me when I went to LA because I didn't want to fly with it because okay. it's in that glass bottle. And I was worried. And like, I, my skin, it was like my skin missed it so much. It was so dry. I did not feel like I needed it so bad. Well, I'm addicted I- to it. I am too. I I did take, I was in Arkansas this past weekend and flew and I did take it with me. Um, Mm -hmm. But I also have a little, um, just like one of those little things you get at the Target or wherever, a little travel thing where you can Mm -hmm. just put, you know, a little bit in there and carry it with you and squeeze it into you. Oh, there you go. So I'm same. I love it. I love it still. And um, I do, I have used the last few days, I have been using a little under eye cream just because I Mm -hmm. have been tired and I feel like I need a little something in the morning to puff that up a little bit. Yeah. Just to plump it. But um, yeah, but I do love it. Okay. So you have gotten some emails from people who have wondered what, the, what is the correct way to apply the rosehip oil? Would you like to break that down for people? Yeah, I, I'm not real sure, but yeah, let's, um, so it comes in a dropper. It's yeah. like in a little, it's, it's, so you have a little dropper. I usually use, it's total personal preference and what your skin likes. In the morning, I usually use two to three drops. In the evening, I use more like five to six. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you just drop it into your hands on your fingertips and you rub it all over your face. I also do my neck area in the evening because mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, anything you can do about your neck is good. And so I do all that and then I kind of massage it in a little bit because I feel like that. And then I let it set and then I use it in place of a moisturizer. Like mm-hmm. I've quit using a moisturizer. So I put that on first and then in the after that in the daytime I do the uh, rose hip oil then I let it soak in then I put on my sunscreen mm-hmm. then I put on my concealer or whatever else I'm wearing that day um, in the evening I just wash my face then I put on my rose hip oil done yeah I, I do almost the same thing I use five drops every time I use it I don't oh, know okay. I just okay. maybe I like to count to five I don't know but I use five drops every time I use it but I okay. also like, and I put mine in the palm of my hand and I kind of rub it together. I don't know why. And then mm-hmm. rub it on my face. And so I like it on my hands as much as I like it on my face. So, yeah. Yeah. And then I've gotten to where then after I do my face, I spray my hummingbird lavender mm-hmm. oil in my hands and then I rub that all into my cuticles. And then, um, and then sometimes I'll put that on my neck as well, because I feel like that lavender smell maybe helps me sleep at night. I put that Hummingbird Farms lavender oil on my chest at night, like right, like mm-hmm. my neck, 
all yeah. in there because I feel like that part that skin can get dry. Um, and so I put that there and I also, but that's what I put on my arms and my legs every day when I get out of a shower. Yeah, it's so good. It's mm-hmm. so good. Um, now here's, here's something that I had you buy last time and I'm not sure that you ended up buying it, but I feel like I might need to give you your money back. So I, several people have let me know that the summer salts, the salt and pepper treats are yes. not in fact gluten free. Well, I realized that before I ordered. Like I Well, let, I'm so glad. I'm <laughs> so, so I didn't I've order just them. felt terrible about it. Well, uh, I'm sure that tiny little snack cracker would have just it would have been <laughs> awful. But no, I didn't order them because I saw they were okay. gluten free. Okay. Well, it's a shame because they're so good, but they are not. <laughs> That's I mean, I don't care, but I'm saying I <sighs> hate to have offer a snack offering that I touted as gluten-free and it was not, but they are not, they do have wheat in them. So, um, so just be aware of that. Don't order the somersaults if you're, if you can't have the gluten. But you still like the somersaults. Oh my gosh. Yes. I, I love them. They're like my go-to snack. I'm still on my somersaults. I'm still on my kombucha, my cayenne kombucha. So in fact, I was, Mm-hmm. I was out today and I'm just, I've been craving it all day. Like I was like, dang, I ran out. So I'm going to have to go get some more tomorrow, but I love it. I, I can't get over that. That's that, that to me, <laughs> the kombucha is your version of soul dance. Like, <laughs> like if you had, if you had put endless beverage options in front of me and said, pick the one that Melanie will choose. I feel like kombucha would have been the very last one I would have picked that you would have liked. I know. I wouldn't have seen it coming myself. I still don't know what made me buy it. I was just so curious. But I mean, I think it's delicious. I love it. It's like my afternoon treat. I look forward to it. So, and I will say, I hate to boast of this because it still could turn on me. But Caroline has had a cold all week. And I'm going to tell you that I haven't gotten her cold. And part of it, me thinks, because I'm pumped full of probiotics because <laughs> my kombucha. That's I do. I got all that bacteria. You think I've traveled. I've been on airplanes. I've hugged people. I've been at book signings. I've touched Sharpies that other people have touched. I have posed with people. I have the whole thing. Listen, your immune system is firing on all cylinders right now. It is firing on all cylinders. The fact that I have not come down with my normal. Now, as soon as I say this, I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning and will not even be able to talk. But Mm -hmm. like the fact that I haven't come down with my normal October plague that you know I get every year. Yes, ma'am, you do something and we even had like our first like cool front come through and the whole thing and caroline's had this cold all week i'm i'm coming through it smelling like a rose so well, i'm thrilled for you i'm well, thrilled for I'm, you i don't mean to sound arrogant about it but i'm just <laughs> saying that maybe it's the kombucha i don't know i just know that usually this is all the things this is a combination of all the things that would have taken me down now are you using are you doing your essential oils too are you are you doing your diffuser thing I do have my diffuser going. Yes, okay, I do. Are, what are you doing in that with your essential oils? What are you doing there? Well, I've got most of the time what I have going is a combination of because we've all had allergies. And okay. so I do eucalyptus and peppermint and lemon. And then sometimes I'll add some lavender at night. Okay. Oh. I love the way they make my house smell. If there's mm-hmm. any, I mean, I'm all for any additional benefits that happen to come my way. But I love the way they make my house smell. Yeah, that to me is the biggest because I've even noticed now, like I've got some candles that I've always loved. But now when I light a candle, it almost smells too perfumey because I like that clean, citrusy, mm-hmm. minty. Like I like that smell so much better. Now, is eucalyptus in our kit or is that an additional one that you ordered? 
that is an additional one that I ordered. Okay, I'm so. going to get that. That's a smell that I like a lot. Mm, and it with the peppermint and the lemon, I feel like it smells real clean. Like if I put that on, I feel like I've just cleaned my house, even if I haven't. Like well, it just feels. Um, and I think that eucalyptus helps us all breathe right now when all our allergies are firing off. Well, that's a win. I'm gonna have to. Yeah. I'm gonna have to get me some of that. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. I like the eucalyptus. So, um, okay. Have you have you have you bought any clothes lately? Have you gotten anything new that you're that you love? Well, funny you should ask. Okay. I um I what have I bought? Well, I ordered today, and I did not put it. It's not going on Fashion Friday. I ordered this sweater. It's this hooded black moth brand sweater that is currently on sale at Anthropology. Uh, um, and it's just a plain black, like pullover, like it seems it will be perfect with leggings. I tried it on in the store back in like September and I fell in love with it, but it was like 125 something dollars. And I was like, I'm not paying that for mm -hmm. it. Um, and I thought that's the beauty of living in Texas is I can wipe that sucker out because yeah. it's going to go on sale before I could ever wear it. And so today happened to be that day. So it is on sale plus an extra 25% off. Um, so, and I had a gift card. So I've ordered that sweater. Now, will it ever get cold enough here this winter for me to wear it? I don't know. You know, we're, it's a La Nina winter. So it's not going to be because it's, it's La Nina. Uh, yeah, it's La Nina. So it's La Nina. And so last winter, I felt like I barely got to wear any of my sweaters. But I just really like this one a lot. And so, um, so I got that. And then there is a really pretty, it's called an autumnal tunic. Um oh. And it's at Anthropology right now. It is not on sale, but I am. It is on Fashion Friday because I think it is so cute. So it's floral. It's kind of a black floral, but it's a great cut. So um, I haven't seen it in person. It may be trash in person, but it online it looks really cute. Okay. So all right. Well, I did notice in one of your book signing pictures that you had on booties. I know. I know. Can you believe it? I. Here's here's my dilemma. I debated I was going to wear the boots. It was so dang hot in San Antonio that day that I was like, I just, even though it's October, I don't feel like I can wear boots in good conscience. Like, it just feels, it looks ridiculous. I, and so, I, I, listen, I feel a little bit like, I don't know. I feel like you need to give the booties more of a chance. I really do. I feel like, I think you've got a block there. I think you've got, I feel like. I feel like you're, you're coming at the booties with some judgment. Like you've decided, I, and like, because I know how you love your full length boots, but I'm telling you, I love them. I really I do. Know. I love I know. them. I know. I just, well, it's funny because I'm going out to dinner later with some girlfriends and it's hot again today. And I'm like, well, do I wear my booties? Because yes. I mean, yes, you do. I know. And they're cute and they have a heel, which is makes them cute. But I just, I don't know. I just never feel, I always feel a little costumey in them. So, okay. but, but I will say I wore them that night and I felt real unsure about it. And then later when I saw pictures, I was like, oh, I think they're cute. Like mm -hmm. I like them when I see them, when I can be removed from it. Like if I, <laughs> if I look at myself. Yes, yes there's some work. distance between you and the booty. Yes. But you know what? I, here's why I do get it. Because like, I like, for example, when we were in Kenya, Jamie Ivy came out one morning and she had on the cutest dress. I actually ended up buying a, a, the, a, the same brand of that dress because I was so taken with hers. Just I got it uh -huh. in a different color combination. 
Um, and she had this scarf, this orange scarf, just drapefully, dra I mean, artfully draped around her. And it mm -hmm. was so cute. But a scarf makes me feel like I'm wearing a costume. Like, yes. I think they look so cute on other people. And I, I, I really do like them, but I cannot stand to wear them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I don't feel mm -hmm. like me when I have on a scarf. I feel like I'm somebody who's pretending to be a poet. I, thank you. That's well. And Gully and I were having this discussion the other day because I said I think scarves look so cute. But here's the problem: at some point, I'm going to have to eat, <laughs> and then yes, it's just all up there. And I'm like last time, like two winters ago, I did. Gully and I went to Alamo Cafe to eat lunch. I wore a scarf because it was chilly, and I thought this will be so cute. And I got queso on my scarf, and I thought this is I can't wear a scarf. Well, and the other so, thing about that is when you take the scarf off, you're like, oh my gosh, I've never felt. Like there, I've never felt like I could breathe quite like I can now. It's, yes, it's never been more air. Like there's I something agree. that when you take it off and it, it's it's like the the oxygen in the room multiplies, it doubles. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what it's that like is. uh huh. It's like all of a sudden you've like like taken a deep breath of maybe say eucalyptus oil. <laughs> it's like it's so clear mm -hmm. I know but I think they look so cute on other people the same goes with like booties and dresses I feel like that whole look I think looks so cute but when I put it on I'm like this looks ridiculous well I wore one day to school I put on the dress that I got that's like Jamie Ivy's dress except the different color combination I put that on with some booties and we were getting ready to leave and Alex said are you wearing that and <laughs> And I said, I am. And he was just like, okay. Like he was, he, he was kind of like, he thought it looked weird. He couldn't tell me why he just thought it looked weird. Uh -huh, but I uh -huh. wore it anyway, cause I thought it looked cute. I didn't care. Yeah. But, but um, but yeah, it, it's just, it's a little bit of a step out, but I like, I feel okay. We're like booties with, uh, I like booties with the ankle length pants a lot. That's a, I mm -hmm. like, I enjoy that whole, that whole thing. Okay. So, okay. Well, I wore them and I didn't know how I was going to feel about it. I didn't feel as bad about myself as I thought I might feel later on. But I just, it's hard because I really was getting dressed that night. And I was like, I don't know what my, my shoe option is. That's not a sandal mm -hmm. with it being this hot. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I, I went with the booties. I mean, I have booties. I've bought booties okay. because now they even have those velvet booties. And I've been looking at those thinking, oh, I, I saw some of those yesterday on the soul society. Um, I got one of like one of their ads popped up in my um when I was on the internet and they they had some velvet booties that I thought were good looking. Mm -hmm. I like the velvet booties. Mm -hmm. I mean they're they look cute. And then there's and I've been seeing like people with black booties with like all black and then black booties and I'm like those look good. I don't know. I'm I think for so long I have been convinced that the year I buy them, the next year is going to be when they go out and nobody wears them. And maybe it's going to end up being one of those things like leopard print, like the booties have emerged and they're never going away. Or like the skinny jean, like it's really never yeah. going away. It's, it's, oh. it's just, it's, it's just one of our options from here on out. Yep. Yep. It is. It's just, they're always going to be with us. And now I feel like as if we know better, I, what I'm seeing is our waistband is getting increasingly higher. Oh, yes, ma'am. I will it, tell you, even at school, like when we've had jeans days, we have gotten like some of my teacher friends and I have gotten so tickled. And we've told the girls like, you realize those jeans y'all are wearing are the jeans that we wore. Like, yeah. You know, uh -huh. it's the high, the high waist, the, it's, it's, it's so funny how it's all kind of come back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know. And that's, and I'm like, I don't know, girls, I think when you know better, you do better. And I don't know that we 
I don't need like to go that, back. That long space between your waist oh. and the bottom of your behind. And and, no. I, and here's the other thing. I am, and we, you and I have talked about this. I am so accustomed to being being able to cover up my behind with a tunic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't like the mm-hmm. short tops. I don't. I don't like the short tops. I do mm-hmm. not care for the short tops. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, I was telling somebody the other day. I said I really see what has happened to where, like, I've hit a stage in my life where you know how, like, you'd always be like, "Well, my grandma, she's just worn those polyester pants forever. Like, uh, that's just all she." Yes. Where I'm like, "That's my someday my grandkids are gonna be like. I mean, that's what Mama wears. She just wears her leggings and a tunic and some tall boots. That's all she's ever worn." <laughs> For as long as I've been alive, because I've found a look that I'm comfortable with, and I'm not interested in changing at this point. That's I don't want to go. Like, yes, I feel the same way. I feel like I'm an ankle length pant, booties, some sort of long top kind of thing, maybe with another layer, like a long sweater on top of that. But I know my wheelhouse in terms of mm-hmm. what I'm willing and not willing to wear. And and should it change, I don't know that I'm willing to adapt anymore. Yeah. No, I think I'm, I think I'm out. I think I'm, I'm out for, I mean, I have not seen anything now. Maybe the trends will come back around to something that I'm like, well, I've got to have that. But right now these little short tops, I just, I don't know. I, it was funny because to my Dallas book signing, I wore like a shorter, um, it didn't have to be tucked in, which is what was it saving grace, but it was like a shorter black floral top. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, and it had like a little tie at the neck and like, I all night long I knew in my heart of hearts that I was like I'm so glad I only paid thirty dollars for the shirt because I'm never wearing it again like this was it's one and done it's going into the good news is Caroline thinks it's cute so it's going into her closet but I was like I I do not feel like myself in this I don't like that I'm not I just I don't like it now did I see in another picture from your book signing stuff that you had a shirt Mm -hmm. tucked in at some point um, yes. And I'm going to tell you that I regretted that too. Wow, I, you look cute, but I was like, but, well, but I thought, oh my gosh, Melanie has tucked in a shirt because we have not said we have not tucked in shirts in a long, long, long time. No, I hadn't, but it was funny because that was the day I was in round top. And so I really, and round top's just different. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm going to blame it on because you don't want to be dressed up there. <laughs> it's like, it's like soul dance. You find it's yourself like, doing things you didn't, that you wouldn't normally you do. Wouldn't normally do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At first I just stepped side to side and then eventually <laughs> I tucked in my shirt. I just. And you put a belt on. I did. I put a belt on. So that belt used to belong to Perry's dad. That Aww. belt's like a family heirloom. Um, and I have always loved it. Like now I used to, I first wore it when I was a skinny, you know, 110 pound newlywed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, but I've always loved that belt. And, um, but anyway, I wanted to wear a t-shirt. And so I had that Texas forever shirt that I'd ordered from Chip and Joanna, you know, my good friends, Your Chip good and friends. Joanna. Gaines. <laughs> Yeah. Chip and Joe, Chip and Jojo sent me that shirt after I paid them $25 on their website. Yes. Yes. They okay. sent it to my house. They Exactly. They, they sent it right to my house. They just they had my address because uh-huh. I, yep. I typed it in. When I exactly. And once I visited their website and paid them money, they sent me that shirt because they wanted me to have it sure. along with 30 yeah. million other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had ordered, so I was like, that's the perfect t-shirt to wear to round top. And mm-hmm. so anyway, so I wore it 
Well, I and thought I, you looked darling. Well, thank you. I sloppy. I did a sloppy tuck, which I also am fundamentally against. But I was like, I can't tuck it in all the way around. So I just tucked it in the front. And then I kind of had it hanging out the back. When we were, I was in Free People one day with um, with my friends Casey and Stephanie and their girls. And we were looking at a shirt. And I, and I said, I don't know what you do with this. And the girl said, well, you can do like a half tuck. And Casey said, I'm going <laughs> to need you to break down the half tuck for me. I'm going to need you. Like, can you show me how to do the half tuck? And, and we stood around her. It was, it was like we were in the wild, you know, like show us, show us your ways. We don't understand. We're in our forties. We did a hard tuck in when we were teenagers Mm -hmm. and we Mm -hmm. don't understand the half tuck. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Yeah. I don't know when the half tuck became like a thing. I think it's the rise of the fashion blogger because Mm -hmm. it does. I mean, I will say when I see pictures with it and I, some fashion blogger, I want to say maybe it was Carly Lee at Sea Style years ago, showed the difference in different outfits between like how they looked with a half tuck, like Mm -hmm. with a shirt tucked in in the front versus, and I was like, it does look more flattering. Like I get it. I see. It's cute, but I'm going to tell you, I'm not half tucking. I'm not quarter tucking. I'm not eighth (laughs) tucking. I'm not three quarter tucking. I'm not double tucking. I'm not, (laughs) <laughs> there is no, there's no tucking happening no man no uh-uh. I well it's funny because I did it that day and it wasn't that I didn't like the outfit but I'm gonna tell you here's the other problem of being in your mid to late 40s is by the time I had to redo that thing in the bathroom 74 <laughs> times later I was like, this is a lot of work. This is a lot of work to keep this sloppy tuck going all day. So I don't know that it'll be a thing I'll repeat. It was like a one time. It was a, it was a round top experiment. And right, I wasn't barely right. really, a fan. Mm-hmm. You were feeling sort of adventurous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Off the beaten path. I was like, this will be fine. But um, no, I don't think I'll be doing that again. Cause it was a lot of work to undo okay. that belt. To go to the, I'm like, I go to the bathroom too much now. Oh, no joke. I mean, <laughs> problem. <laughs> There's just belts uh, that just complicates everything. If you've got yeah. to do with the belt and you got to tuck in and all that uh, kind of stuff. And then you got to worry about, do I have an, is it enough tucked in? Is it too much mm-hmm. tucked in? How do I pull out the tuck? It's mm-hmm. no, it's too much. So what are you and you and um, Caroline going to do for supper tonight? Do y'all have, you have plans? Um, No, she's got soccer. Um, So Perry's gone. She's got soccer. So she'll just eat. I had actually made sausage and potatoes last night because I've been really craving them ever since I wrote about them in my book a year and a half Mm -hmm. ago and I haven't made them. Um, So I think she's going to heat that up. And then I'm meeting some girlfriends for dinner while she is at soccer. So, um, so I will be eating probably, we're going to an Italian place. So I'll probably be eating pizza or something. And then that's it. And then um, tomorrow night, what are we doing? Yeah, tomorrow night, I don't know what we'll do. So um, that's what we're doing. What are y'all doing for dinner? Um, I came home from school and I made pizza dough. And that's rising mm-hmm. right now. Okay. And so I don't know that I will eat the pizza dough, but but the fellas will. And so um, they're going to make homemade pizza and... I don't know. I don't know what I'll eat. Okay. Okay. All right. Sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. So that's about all. Okay. I'm going to, um, my sister and her husband are coming tomorrow. So I'm going to fluff oh, a little fun. bit. Mm-hmm. And okay. try to get all, uh, all that stuff ready for them. So. Okay. That's all right. It. Okay. All right. Well, this has been fun. It's been delightful. And, um, and we will hopefully be back in a couple of weeks with another one. The night the lights went out in Georgia. Okay, y'all. We're, we're, we're back. Because 
We recorded the podcast last week, mm-hmm. but this is the week of the Mississippi State-Texas A&M football game, and we yes, felt like we, we had an obligation to address it, at least. To address it. Otherwise, it would feel like the elephant in the living yeah, room. Yeah, it would feel like there was this thing out there that we didn't talk about, but but one, one quick thing before we get into the football game, I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that I was going to circle back around to my whole dairy-free thing. Huh, and, and you didn't. And I didn't. So here's what I want to tell you is that um, I, so I, I decided, you know, that I was going dairy free starting on Monday and yes. I went and I bought me some like coconut almond milk instead of half and half and all that kind of mm, stuff. Sounds refreshing. <laughs> it actually is tasty. I, I still, okay. I think it's delicious. But okay. by, by like, by, by the third, by, no, probably by the fourth day, I just, I did not feel any different or better or there was nothing, absolutely nothing. There was no change in my life as a result of being dairy free. Okay. So then check yeah. please <laughs> done and done. So I just, I gradually, like I just started kind of adding back in a little bit, but here's what I have discovered. Mm-hmm. I have no tolerance whatsoever for sour cream. Like I cannot, I cannot do sour cream in any shape, form or fashion. Oh, like ever? You've never liked sour yeah, cream? I mean, like I have discovered as I've at, like added back the added the mm. dairy back in the sour cream, and our are it's no bueno. We're no amigos. Oh, uh-huh. interesting. So maybe it's the it's the souring process, perhaps. <laughs> huh? That makes it because you can do regular cream. Yeah. So the, right, I, I can't. I don't do regular cream a lot, but like it's yeah. creams in half and half, and I, that seems yeah. fine. Huh. So, but okay. I have it like, so sour cream, no, it's not good. It's, it's not, not a good situation. So, okay. you know what I figured out this week? And I, this was, it took me a while to put it all together, but I'm going to tell you what I figured out this week makes me feel sick to my stomach is pineapple. Interesting. Yes, pineapple. And I, and I had never put it together, but Caroline and I ended up with this like tropical fruit platter from Central Market. Mm hmm. And, um, and I ate the pineapple cause I love it. I love the way it tastes. And I ate the pineapple and I was like, after like 30 minutes later, I thought this is so weird, but I get this same feeling in my stomach every time I eat pineapple. So huh. I Googled it and apparently there are people that have stomach sensitivities to pineapple, but I'm of all so things. I'm so proud that you have a stomach sensitivity to something. Yeah, that's it. That's my, that's the only one I've discovered. You're pineapple but- free. Um, so I'm going to have to be pineapple free. So I'm going to have to pee free. Is that pee free? I'm going to start asking. I need to know. Yeah. yeah. Is, it, is there any is pineapple in this? Yeah. But what I read though is people said that a lot of people, you can eat canned pineapple and you can have pineapple juice, but it's something about the fresh pineapple because apparently they use more chemicals on pineapple than they do any other fruit. According to my internet research, which you know, the internet's always right. Sure. Um, so it's Wikipedia? something. Yes, it was. So it's uh, so I, Pat Sajak. I'm sitting here watching the Astros, the World Series. Pat Sajak is there. Okay. Um, sorry, um, but anyway, I haven't seen him in years. Um, but anyway, pineapple. So it's but it's, apparently it's just fresh pineapple. Okay. Well, I did notice in your Instagram post yesterday where you had gone and gotten all the oils and all the kombucha. Oh, yes, I did. And that you had purchased some purely Elizabeth granola. Yes, I did. That that is not my first round of purely Elizabeth granola. Is I had bought it. Not delicious. It's so delicious. Uh-huh, it's so you. delicious. It really is. Like, and I like it because, like, I love the Bird Bakery granola, which is here, a little bakery in our neighborhood. Yes, you um, talked about that. 
Yeah, but I like the purely because they're two different granola experiences. Okay. Totally different, um, but equally delicious. Um, so I, I'm such a fan. So I was happy. I'd never been in. So this Natural Grocers is a new natural grocery chain in our based out of Colorado that's in our neighborhood and I had not been in there as of yet but somebody had told me to go get this kick-ass immune activator Mm -hmm. which is the name that's not my commentary on it Mm -hmm. um and so they but they said you could get it there and so I went there to get that because Caroline's had a cold and then while I was there I got the granola I got all manner of kombucha I got some essential oils and I walked out and I had, they, they asked me, they said, would you like these in a box? And so they gave me a cardboard box. And so that's why I got so tickled because I walked out with that box and I got in the car and Caroline was waiting for me because she had just come from the doctor's office. She said, mom, you are a legit straight up hippie. I don't even know what's happening. And I was like, I know. I, I don't either. I don't what know. Is it? I, I, I'm, I mean, I, I just, I don't, I hardly know myself these days. I feel like when it comes to stuff like that. I know, but I'm I'm telling you, like, and then I made her take this. So this immune activator is supposed to be amazing. And so whenever you you feel the onset of a cold or you're fighting a cold or your body's fighting something, you're supposed to take, put like three to four drops. You can either put it directly under your tongue or you can put it in like water or something and mm-hmm. take it. And so I just first, when we got home, I gave her her medicine that the doctor had given her. But then I said, let's put three to four drops under this. And I mean, I'm going to tell you that you've never seen somebody coming so close to like throwing up. She like dry heaves. She goes, that's the worst. And I said, what is it? She said, it's like a dirty pumpkin covered in poop. She said, that's what it tastes like. That does sound delicious. And I mean, I'm gonna tell you that doesn't make you want to try it, because mm-hmm. um, it's got all that echinacea and all that stuff. But I was like, but if it makes you feel better, I was like, down the hatch. So um, anyway, so we got that because the problem is that nobody told me with high school they keep wanting to go to school even when they're sick because you, they want to exempt their exams, and right. so all the kids are sick and they all go to school sick, and so everybody's sick. So I'm like, sister, you're gonna need some good immune protection this year if we're gonna make it through this year. Well, that sounds. Like something I will probably try at some point. Uh-huh. The immune activator. So there's a lot of different oils and immune, but this one is supposed to be the best. Knock it right out. Okay. This is a completely different topic, but earlier in the podcast, we also talked about the Gap pajama um, leggings, uh-huh. Uh-huh. which by the way, I was leaving the football banquet the other night, um, Alice's football banquet. And my friend Casey texted a picture of her wearing the gray ones, the gray striped ones. Yep. And then, um, no, Casey had on the pink ones. And then my friend Stephanie texted a picture of her wearing the gray ones. And then I came home and put the blue ones on. It's one of the Uh nerdiest things that I've ever been a part of. Yeah. We were talking earlier today about, like, what is the perfect pajama top to wear with the the leggings? Uh And I know that the Gap has some things, but I've never ordered one of their sleep shirts. So Stephanie mentioned that. She had found at Kohl's, which you know how I feel about Kohl's. Don't get me started. Yes. I have a lot of Kohl's issues. It's a Yes, understandably it's, so. It's too many hoops when you shop yeah. there. But Stephanie mentioned that she had found this gray, like, sleep shirt, kind of a longer t-shirt that was, that was she really liked with her gray leggings. And so, mm. and that it was super soft. And I was like, well, I have to, I have to, to see immediately. Yeah. So I was at the gym. I left when I left the gym. I went to Coles. I went <laughs> I okay. straight to Coles. I, I went in. 
uh, I tried to keep my blood pressure down about the fact that they put clothes up on a wall high up where you can't reach them. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. went and got one of the poles you have to have um, to pull it down. But anyway, so I, did, I saw this shirt Stephanie was talking about. But then I saw uh, this this thing that I think it will especially interest you. Oh, okay. I can't. I'm on pins and needles. It's their store brand. It's called Croft and Barrow, which is just a, a coal store brand, I think. But this, I have it on right now. It's like this sweatshirt, but it's super thin and it's V-neck. Mm. It's a little longer in the back than it is in the front, but it's very cozy. Mm. That very sounds soft okay. and cozy. And so I actually, I got two of them and um, I got them in two different colors. But I feel like I'll put a link to it on the podcast. But I, oh, good. I feel like it's gonna. It's one of those things that's right up your alley. Mm-hmm. It's comfortable. It's super soft. I wouldn't mind if it were a little longer. That was the best thing going for the shirt that Stephanie found. But I didn't. I didn't love the sleeves on the shirt that Stephanie. Mm. Had. Okay. Okay. It's one of those shirts where the 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 sh- the shoulder is real low on the arm, so the actual sleeves mm. are very tiny. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of that. I, I feel like I mess with that a lot, but anyway, okay. so I just want to put that out there. Okay, I'm well now. I have worn when I first discovered them. Of course, the weather has still pretty much been warm, and so I love the Gap Sleep shirts. Like, there's a whole. Okay, I've never ordered one. Well, they're super soft, and I'm really picky about. Here's the weird thing about me. <laughs> of many here's one here's one weird thing about me um is I'm super picky about what I actually sleep in so in the summer I really get to whatever I wear like I wear my pajamas around but then I pretty much put on like an old an old I mean old because it's old and stretched out old navy tank top is the only thing I can stand to sleep in in mm-hmm. the summer because I don't like anything twisting around me I don't like anything on my legs I don't like anything mm-hmm. but the gap sleep shirt is so soft and so comfortable I can actually sleep in the gap sleep shirt okay. so they make like a night shirt version not that one it's the it's the one it's like they're and they say like nap I have one that says nap I have one that says I don't do mornings um I have one I have like three of them okay. um they're super soft. They're always on sale. Um, they make them in different colors so you can get them to match. And then they're thin um, and they're short-sleeved. And so I like those a lot. Um, they're the perfect weight. And so, and then now that it's cooled off a little bit, and oh, and here's the other key to those. Yeah. I get them in like a size large so okay. that they're big, like so that they're longer, you know, mm-hmm. so they come down a little longer and they're real loose because I don't want anything fitted, heaven forbid. Yeah, no. And then, so since it's been cooler, I have been wearing my Blardigan around okay. at night with my sleep shirt. But then I also bought Gap has the little sweatshirts, like that, but they're shorter that you can get with the leggings. And I got one of those and I like it, but I'm going to tell you where it's, it's, it's super soft, but it's thin. So it really doesn't make me feel any warmer. Okay. It's not, it's not going to be warm enough for winter is what okay. I'm saying. Okay. So, um, so, so that's it. Some, those are some shirt options for your, your, uh-huh your gap sleep leggings yeah but gap is killing it with the i feel like with the loungewear right now they're doing an excellent job so that's I, there you have it okay ball game so this this past weekend we went to state to startville for the mississippi state kentucky game yeah which was great yeah it was great turned out well huh? Huh? this weekend the bulldogs have to travel to college station which always makes me nervous always. yes yes a, a night game. A night game. Night game. And y'all have had a bye week. 
we have had a bye week, which I always feel like the team that's had the bye week has an advantage because you've had time to rest, recuperate, get some people healthy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Here's what I'm going to say about this game. Mm-hmm. I feel like I wouldn't be shocked if we beat y'all like 28 to 7. I would not be shocked if y'all beat us 35 to 7. I I feel like it could go I feel like there's a lot we don't know about the Bulldogs and or the Aggies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, if I had to guess, I would think it's going to be a pretty close game. If I if I had to if somebody said you have to make a bet on it, I would say I think it's going to be a close game. I think it'll come down to the fourth quarter, which you know is always my favorite because that's does wonders for my stress level. Yes. Um, yes, you're so calm. I'm so calm, uh-huh. and as are you. And yes. so um, we'll be calm and relaxed, but I really feel like I have no idea which way it's going to go. It's my gut. You, what do you think? I, I, I have no idea. I feel like it favors y'all just because we're we're having to play in College Station because you've had the bye week. And I feel like y'all have had some things come together the last few games in terms of team chemistry. Now, I think that, the you know, State has had some things come together. Here's what's interesting is that State has not had a close game all season. We have either gotten mm. beaten by a lot or we have won by a lot. Okay. There's yeah, not a that's... single 23, 20, 20, 27, 21. There's, there's nothing like that in there. Everything is, is a lot to a little, whether it's mm-hmm. that we've been on the winning end of that or the losing end of that. So that that's kind of interesting to me. So we haven't been really in a close game situation. So yeah. if it is and, close, again, I think that favors y'all. Well, and we've been behind. I feel like we are, we've been a fourth quarter team. You know what I mean? Like, well, since with the exception of UCLA, which I think taught us, hey, guess what? You ought to be a fourth quarter team. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we've been a fourth quarter team. I feel like we've got some good momentum. I feel like Kellen Mond is coming along. I feel like our defense is playing lights out right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we're playing really good defense. Um, and I feel like the night game at Kyle Plus, but I also feel like, I went into Starkville last year feeling supremely confident because, as you know, we were, had currently been ranked number four in the college football playoffs. And so I felt real good about that. And y'all were really down in the dregs. And I thought, well, there's no way Mississippi State's going to beat us. And y'all sure enough did. Yeah. So that was, uh, the, that was the game Nick Fitzgerald became our quarterback last yes. year. Yeah. As well, he should have been. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm going to say that was a good decision. so, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, yeah, so you know, I don't know. But I think that's the thing about this Aggie team is I don't know. I, but as you know, my heart is really not in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> I'm you're, super you're, you're chill super about it. Super just distant and whatever about it, for yeah, sure. Actually, I mean, is there even a game this weekend? Yeah. I didn't even I yeah. didn't even know there was. So. You already know what dips you're fixing. You yeah. <laughs> You already, you already know what array of non-pineapple uh-huh. fruit you're going to have. Yeah, I have not. Yep, yep. Well, I, it's gonna. I think it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little skeptical. I will say, our, I felt like our offensive line played really well this past week, and our defense uh-huh. played really well this past week. I don't think Fitz is passing that great right now, but I think that, um, but we have enough, we have enough people to be patient. And, and it kind of nickel and dime it a little bit. I don't yeah. know that our the absence of the big play will serve us well against y'all. So, yeah. so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. 
We'll see. I mean, I'm going to tell you something that gave me a tick in the in the against column for the Aggies for me personally was when I noticed that we have special uniforms for the game. I'm always real leery of dragging out some special uniforms. Yeah. I'm like, let's just stick to what we know. Like we, I just don't feel like that ever really works out. So, well, but state last year against y'all wore their black uniforms, which I, we have always been a curse, and it mm-hmm. worked out okay. So you never know. We never well, know when the tide can turn. As far as sorry about that, when um, that <laughs> Alabama reference, but you never know when the yeah. tide can turn when it comes to the the tricky uniforms. Yeah, yeah, which is actually so, though it, maybe it's a good thing because it's so hard to tell us apart when we're we're on the field. Well, that's true. I mean, but ours are—they're all maroon. They just have some w- random like tire track thing going <laughs> through them. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> it is. It looks like a version of remember those horrible the ones Florida wore. They're oh, like a maroon. Awful. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're like a maroon alligator to me is what they kind of look like i don't know i'm just i'm not a fan i'm i'm old school traditional i like a traditional uniform the only special uniforms we wear that i like are when we wear the all white i do like the all white i have a feeling we'll wear all white against y'all if i had to guess yeah i always think that looks sharp i love the all white but i like Mm -hmm. green helmets not white helmets yeah me too me too so there you have it we saw that yep took care of that problem so um, all right best team win Yes. May and, they may may that may it be. May <laughs> and may it ever and, be and may it ever be. Well, and I feel like I've kind of gotten caught up into the World Series a little bit too. You know, I don't care for professional baseball at all until it's <laughs> World Series time. Yeah. And then well in in the Astros, for I feel sure. like that's a that's the home team. I grew up cheering for the Astros. So I'm excited about that so i feel like a lot of my sports angst has been channeled in that direction i have not watched any of it but i'm thrilled to death for for all you astros fans well i'm just happy for the city of houston i feel like they've been through so much and when you see like it's like a good thing it like brings the city together it makes me happy so um so yeah so that's it that's all the sports talk that's all the sports talk we got for you today that's all the sports talk we've got but we will um we'll try to be back in a in a couple of weeks, and hopefully, um, we will both be content in our college football fortunes at that point. It's unlikely. Yeah. It's very unlikely, but hopefully. Very unlikely. But here's one thing you can count on. You're not going to eat sour cream. I'm not going to eat any pineapple. That's a way to bring it all together right there. Yeah. Okay. Bring it on home. That's okay. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.